Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Hey guys, I'm Ben Bateman. And I'm Andrew Guy. And we are the Action Guys. Boom. Woo! And we're in the end game now. We're in the end game now. It's a big episode today, guys. I had this gauntlet on for effect. I'm taking it off now. It's it's sick. It's really I wish cool. that I had that at my house. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny because everyone does the middle finger with it first. It's like the first thing they do. Yeah. That was the first thing I did. Basic. Yeah, I was You're basic. basic I am a basic uh, bitch. Um, so. Endgame came out. We just talked about it for an hour and a half on Action Movie Anatomy earlier this week. We gushed and gushed and gushed. But this is going to be even more so because we're going to be talking only our top ten moments. Yes. It's it's just a crazy week. I can't believe how much money this movie's made. I can't believe how exciting it was. We both had the honor of watching it twice now. And uh, we actually have already taped last week. We taped our definitive rankings of all 22 films in the MCU. That's actually going to air next week here on Collider, uh, the podcast network. Now, interestingly enough, I won't spoil where we put Endgame on the list, but we both have sort of agreed we wouldn't change it from that spot as a collective ranking. Right. Um, but it's it's really a difficult movie to rank. Yeah, and I definitely think it'll move in my, in my list moving forward because we did a collaborative ranking. So we have to – when we do collaborative rankings, we kind of have to – give up a little bit of, of footing sometimes that the other person is, is very like strongly opinionated about a certain movie, which is fine. Um, and with movies coming out, you got to give them time and Endgame definitely needs time. But you were talking about how – and you talked about this with Mark Riley outside just a minute ago saying that it's just not really fair to rank Endgame with movies like Civil War, with movies like Winter Soldier, with movies even like Infinity War because it, it's, it's required to do a different job and you keep using the analogy of fellowship and return. Yeah, because it doesn't – like when you watch Return of the King and the movie ends five times in the last 20 minutes, it keeps like wiping to white, wiping yeah. to black. Yeah. It's like it doesn't quite do that in Endgame but what does end up happening is they have mm-hmm. to answer all these questions and give all these throwbacks and there's like all these moments where you're like – that only works and is only significant and only has to happen because of the other movies in the franchise. We know yeah. this is the last movie we're going to get to see all these characters, these actors in these contracts at this age together. So we have to do this. And it has a lot of like really heroic, amazing moments that are perfect and would work just as well in Infinity War. 
But Infinity War gets to be the buildup. It gets to, yeah. and it is a much more cohesive story, a complete and, story. Yeah, like it, it feels, I guess, not more earned. This one feels extremely earned. It just, this one feels like if you tried to make this movie two hours and ten minutes long, it wouldn't work. You would, it would feel too normal. Yeah, and they did a great job. We, you know, we discussed this on the other show, saying, and guys, if you if you haven't figured it out, this is going to be a spoiler riddled episode. There's going to be nothing but spoilers. Um, you were saying how at the originally the end of Infinity War, they were supposed to kill Thanos and see Clint's family uh, turn to dust, and that would have been, I think, that would have been a mistake. And obviously, they they corrected that mistake. It would have made Infinity War not feel as complete. Right. Whereas at the end of this movie. Or at the end of Infinity War now, it's definitely it's definitely a cliffhanger, but it also feels like the movie – it could just be done. There could never be another movie and the bad guy wins, which would never happen in a Marvel movie. But. Yeah, and it's also crazy like people's opinions of Infinity War afterwards. Like people who like don't do this for a living or like don't understand structure or story were like right. – I just I don't know I didn't love it the way the bad guy wins and it's like it's because it's part one yeah you, the bad guy doesn't win there's it's just no, a great ending to the movie yeah because we all know since we're all so in <laughs> touch these stones <laughs> um, is that the bad guy winning means the good guys are going to come back and win like in the craziest way you've ever seen yeah epic you know? epic is epic AF as the kids say um, so <laughs> and anyway then they, and then they dab yeah and then they dab. <laughs> So uh, just did that. the full the full discussion is going to be each of our top ten moments in Infinity You've Game done that many times <laughs> in, in, <laughs> Infinity in, Games in, uh, in in Endgame we're going to be counting them down we each have our own respective list uh, we'd be curious to know which your number one number two number three etc are um, I have a sneaking suspicion a lot of people's number one is the same but you never know because I've heard. People have different opinions on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was actually a lot of differing number ones uh, on AMA, so I was I was happy to see that. Yes. So, couple quick shout outs, guys. Uh, I am Ben Bateman. That's Andrew Guy. You can find me at Ben Bateman Media on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find our show on Twitter at Team Action Show. You guys can find me at Andrew Guy on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find this show, uh, our network, our YouTube. Why is this so hard for me to say? Are you struggling? <laughs> Our YouTube channel is uh, youtube.com slash action industries. We upload full episodes, full video episodes of the action guys on Tuesdays to the public, Friday to our patrons, patreon.com slash team action. And uh, yeah, go subscribe there, guys. And uh, if you don't want to look at us, you can also download this. Yeah, the full audio show goes up every single week on Fridays. It goes up on the Collider uh, Movie Talk feed on the podcast network. And then they have a uh, YouTube channel for the podcast network as well, where there'll be a clip. You're probably watching this clip right now on that network, yeah. or maybe on Twitter or something like that. But uh, we actually Actually, on Patreon.com slash Team Action, put up the full episodes the same day the audio drops, and then it goes up publicly on the Action Industries YouTube the following Tuesday. So if you want to watch this whole episode, that's the best way to do it. Uh, and you I did mentioned, that much better than I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> Patreon.com slash Team Action. That's the best place to go support us uh, if you guys are interested. We we have a match coming up in Houston, Movie Trivia Schmodown. Drew and I are going head-to-head um, as mortal enemies. There's yes. going to be like an action meetup afterwards. It's going to be insane. We're, get, we're doing these uh, these challenge coins created by Nick Gilmore and, and Janine Dabin with the, with the actual design of the coins we're giving those away to people at the higher tiers on patreon so go check it all out it's yeah. uh it's a good time to be a fan of action they are so freaking cool those coins are so freaking cool and also just come and hang out with us at the uh, at the meetup so um without further ado i think we're gonna hop into our top 10 end game moments do you want to start or would you like me to i'll jump in first on okay. this one yeah. um so my number 10 moment it's a it's a whole interaction that starts with thor saying the line of uh well, here we are, the Asgardians of the galaxy. <laughs> and he says it, and you realize, first of all, it's a funny play on words. I didn't think that they had ever said that. Yeah, I know. I didn't catch yeah. it until yesterday when I saw it the second time. Uh, and then secondly, he has this amazing interaction with Star-Lord where it's like, who's in charge? And it's just like 
Hemsworth's comic timing is so good. It's so good. It's so dialed and he's so funny and like now that he's exited the previous version of the character and he's fully into Fat Thor, yes. um, he's just also just fully into like Lebowski Thor. He like gets to do whatever he wants. He's a god but he's also like a bro dude god. I love it. Uh, you're kind of like, wow, I didn't even think about how – because like you see him in, in Infinity War and it's great. It's like its own little thing. He shows up and he's still like super pretentious. Rip. He's a yeah. god. He's short hair. <laughs> and he's awesome. The way he interacts with them, but you don't really think about like, wait, what if they changed his character to fit in with this group more? Yeah. To be less of like a challenge to them and more of just like he is another one of them. He's just another outcast. He's an outcast from Asgard, honestly. Then it works. It and does. that's what they do and that's what makes you realize like, oh, OK. James Gunn actually might just like make the best Marvel movie ever now that he gets to add Hemsworth to his team. I mean the Asgardians of the galaxy, which uh, it seems like they're probably going to go try to find Gamora. You know, the first thing that Quill does is he's searching for her. And he's got to meet past Gamora, yeah. who doesn't know him yet and doesn't like him, which I think is interesting that they met and even Nebula goes, it was between him or a tree or whatever. Yeah. And then she still left, like Gamora still left, which was, I mean, not surprising. It's surprising that Quill let her leave. One really interesting thing there is because my initial theory was that she's gone because my thought was like, OK, so the, the snap happens. Everybody brought from that portal by Thanos is gone. And they all erase. And it's not like Iron Man in his moment when he says it gets to think like, oh, except for Gamora. Like, right. That's not what he does. He snaps away everything so she would be gone. But the fact they didn't show her disappear leads you to believe that there's some reason she's not – because if they wanted to get rid of her, they would have shown her disappear. Right. But what they can do now is they can – if she doesn't want to come back or doesn't want to sign the contract, or, then they don't have to. I don't know how I didn't like put that together when he was searching for her. It was like that's what happened probably was the snap and maybe. So because that, that actually makes it a lot better because I was always wondering like, well, if she came back, then you could just go back in time and get Scarlet Witch because we have enough pin particles, blah, blah, blah. But I'm glad that you said that. So now I can let that go. Uh, it's funny because that's my number nine. But it's actually, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> if, of, of course, course of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my number nine. And I, I God, it, I died again yesterday in the theater knowing it was coming. It cracked me up. But my number 10 is kind of a weird one. Okay. It's not actually really about – it's not – I mean it's about the movie but it's not a moment that anyone else would really care about. So there's two. When you go to the group meeting of Cap and it's like now that they're all gone, what do we do now or whatever – the scene in the wide shot when they're all sitting in the chairs, up on the top it says, In Memoriam of Chaplain Matt Haggerty. Oh, right. Top. Hags. Hags, who's one of our best friends. We've been very close to Hags for about a decade. Yeah. Uh, we've been in fantasy football leagues with him for years. He, I mean, I, I crashed in his room at one point when I needed to and he was living out of town. The guy yeah. has been a mainstay in our lives and he is one of the... I mean, he's he is one of the premier working ads in Hollywood. One hundred percent. He was the second ad on this and on Infinity War. Dunkirk, Iron Man, Jurassic World, uh, Iron Man, The 2, Revenant, The Revenant. Yeah, he's I mean, a legend, and he's also the nicest, most hardworking dude you'll ever meet. So when I was sitting there in the theater yesterday, I cheered when I saw his name, and there's like twenty other people in there. No one, they're like, "This guy's weird." He's I didn't cheering. even notice till he told me. Yeah, and it just, I, you know, when you, your friends do shit, oh yeah, and you're so proud and so happy for him, and like, that's not his name in the credits. Which, which is, is also which is awesome because he's like insane. the fourth name or whatever. This is his name in a Marvel movie, in the biggest Marvel movie and maybe the biggest movie that's ever come out. Yeah. So for me, my number 10 moment was actually seeing Matt's name Hex. in the movie. It was yeah. just so great. And so I'll actually go in with my number nine and kind of switch roles so now yeah, yeah. you can go with your number nine. Okay. Yeah. Go yeah. All right. He did mine. So oh, of, course, did. of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, of course. My number nine is another kind of comedy moment. And it's uh, you cut to Avengers Mansion, uh, the compound, uh-huh. and Scott Lang is sitting there with his taco. 
and he's gonna eat his taco, and the the jet, the Milano lands, <laughs> and it blows the it blows the taco away. And you know, Gamora has her like comic. I actually had a bit of an Nebula. issue with yeah. Uh, I had a bit of an issue with Nebula in this movie. Really, um, I didn't think that she was bad on the whole, but there's like a handful of line deliveries that she gives that are like too on the nose for me. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Where she's too like. Thanos always told me he had a plan. He would retire and go to the garden. And you're like, I know you're supposed to be overly intense and that's the humor, but at a certain point it just feels like bad acting. Right, because in the beginning when you're overly intense playing flag football – or uh, what is that called? F- football? What was that called? Finger football? I can't remember what the hell it was called. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but when they're doing that, it's like a funny moment. Yeah. It was – I had fun. Yeah. You know? But I'm it's the whole again. movie. Yeah, exactly. And she doesn't ever really let, the, let it drop, but – um. Nonetheless, she walks by. She's like, Rhodey, careful on landing. There's a moron in the courtyard or whatever. Idiot. Yeah. yeah. And he lands and then, you know, walks in and, and Scott's like, what? And then you see you see well-dressed Hulk walk over with like an entire box of tacos. And he just like looks down at Scott. He just takes two of these tiny tacos and he places them in his hand. And then that sweet music starts playing as he like walks away. He's like the biggest smile. <laughs> You're like, I want to hang out with that guy. And like. Hulk out Hulk is just the best. It's so good. He's so funny and so weird. What you, we've never even talked about the line, it's like I was made for this or something. Yeah. Dude, it's kind of a weird line. Made for this or something. I know. There's like a few things. There's like a few lines that are like very choice decisions by Ruffalo. But the thing is I respect him so much as an actor that even in those weird lines, I'm just like, it works. It worked for me. Yeah. He's great. Big, yeah, big Ruffalo fan. Did, did that line bother you or no? It just was kind of like I didn't know what to feel about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. It's kind of just like a weird one. Yeah. Uh, so I guess since I already said my number, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop ahead now. My number eight. Um, it happens very very early on in the movie, and it was almost the five years because like when you see the five years pop up, you're like, holy ch- crap, this is this is like a this is real. Yeah, because when that happens five years later, like it's already hitting you that like. Wow, I didn't expect this movie to start like this. Like, yeah, what a what a surprising like I don't know where this is going. And then it goes five years later, and you go, what? Uh, yeah, I, I thought this movie was going to take place over the next two years, not skip five. So that was almost it. But it's actually when Scott Lang goes and sees Cassie, his yeah. daughter. It's you know he runs to the memorial and he looks for her name and he can't find it. He can't find it. He can't find. It, he finds his name, but it's a good thing he finds his name because that means it's not her name's not there. You know. So then he goes and. It's just so brilliantly well acted. It needs to be very subtle and real and her reaction is excellent. Like talk about someone who gets to take an incredible moment for their brand new acting reel as like an up and comer and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I I carried one of the strongest emotional scenes in Endgame with Paul Rudd. Yeah, Um, right. And the subtlety behind it and how Rudd almost cries but then she cries so he he like fathers up and like holds her close. And then you see the look on his face like I need to – we need to fix this. Right. I have to fix this. Um, I love that moment. And, and and it's like 10 minutes in the movie. So, yeah. It's a good moment. It's a great moment. It's a good moment. Uh, my next one is my number eight. And it's when Tony first lands back on Earth. So you get the you get his initial. Yeah. And this is – I actually think the trailer for this movie, I almost wanted to use that as my thesis. Is I, like, yeah. It's so immaculate that they were able to hide everything they were because like – you just don't see anything, really. You have Nothing. no idea what the movie's going to be based on the trailer. And didn't Hags keep telling us that? And he was like, the trailer just doesn't... He, he said, he, he, was, he was like, you can't make a trailer for this movie without it being a massive spoiler. Right. And they did. They just took a bunch of footage from the first 20 minutes, and then they took a couple shots out of context from the final yeah. two and a half hours, and it works, because like, you don't have to know where people are or what's going on. Um, so it's crazy. But um, they do show in the in first 
trailer for it, some of Tony's lines when he's talking to the yeah, and it's great. And so in that sequence, like it's it's really sad. He's talking to Pepper, but he first lands on Earth, and you know that he thinks he's dead. He thinks he's about to die. And he sees Cap, and it's the first time he's seen him since Civil War. Oh yeah, and he looks at him, and he's like, and he just looks at him, and he's like, I lost the kid. He's like, Tony, we lost. We lost. But it's like he's dwelling on this one loss, like this level of responsibility that he had for for Peter that like has been plaguing him. And that's – he's like saying it to Steve as like almost like his friend or another – like his brother or right. another uncle. Like I lost the kid. I was – I made a mistake. I, I didn't have a son. This was the kid I was taking yeah. care of. And he, I put him in harm's way and he's gone. Like – and I just thought that was such a good moment. I noticed on the second time through how effective it was. It's such a good line and like – and again, it shows you the the, hum, the human side of Tony Stark, right? The side of him that he never really wants anyone to see, but he cares exponentially about yeah. Tom Holland as yeah. about Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Uh, for me, number seven, uh, number seven for me is when Thor is asleep. So they're, they're like breaking down this whole plan and where to go and where the Infinity Stones are. And in the moment where Thor actually starts talking about the the Red Stone, <laughs> amazing is incredible. It's Jane actually on flame of flame. My mother's dead, and Jane and I haven't even seen each other anymore. <laughs> He's like, okay, stop. He's like, actually, I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished yet. Because <laughs> that might just be it. But it's it's later on when it's like, all right, uh, and Thor thoughts. And just sitting in the chair with the glasses on, with his hand, with his hands in his pants. He's asleep. I think he's dead. I think he's dead. <laughs> so perfect. I love Tony's like. Tony's like. Uh, uh, you're done. How about some eggs? Breakfast? Hey, no. I'd like a bloody Mary. Like a bloody Mary. <laughs> he's great. Hey, cool. New Master 69's back again. He's like up there giving the explanation, like putting the drops in his eyes. <laughs> Such a brilliant touch, comic gold. That guy. Oh God, yeah, he's 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 my favorite comic part of all of the MCU now. Fat Thor is a revelation. He's brilliant. Yeah, and it's also one of those things too that, like, when all is said and done, we look back on this ten years from now. I've I've been talking about how I actually think it takes away from some of the drama, but I think like ten years from now we'll go back and it will almost make the movie that much more lovable, right? Because it's that extra wrinkle of texture, that different tone. It's not so dark. It doesn't take itself so seriously that I think it'll add to it. Yeah, and like you said, when time passes by, when we're not taking this movie so seriously as an audience, we'll come back and be like, oh god, I missed this. Yeah, it's perfect. You never got it because like when you see Ryan Reynolds in Just Friends, yeah, you're like, God, that's amazing. The best, amazing. Uh, number seven. You did your number seven? I did my seven. So uh, my number seven is a very sad one. It's in the final funeral sequence, and it's uh, Favreau, and he's sitting there with uh, Morgan, with Tony Stark's daughter. Happy Hogan, man. And he's like, Your MVP. How you doing? I love Happy so much. And she's like, okay. And he's like, are you hungry? He's like, yeah. He's like, what do you want? You want cheeseburger- cheeseburgers? He's like, your dad likes cheeseburgers. I'll- I'm going to get you all the cheeseburgers you want. And it's such a it's such a sweet moment because – there's a lot of things going on there, right? Like Favreau started the MCU, right? Yeah. He started it by directing Iron Man. So there's a level of like fatherhood that he has yeah. over this daughter, this girl in the movie you kind of watch because you're like, okay, you, Downey was your guy. He was your horse. You backed him. He sat – you paid the ultimate price. So now it's both on like a metaphysical level. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have to like raise this girl but also like it's important for you to have a big moment that you're going to take care of this guy's daughter it just everything about it was so sweet and so like 
because it's right after the message plays from the helmet. <sighs> it's so good. I love you, three thousand. Yeah, and like the the great thing about that scene again, it's it's the subtlety. There's like three lines each, right? And it's perfect. Favreau like. It's such great execution. He almost tears up, but he doesn't because it's too much. It's so good. I love, love, love that scene. Um, so now that I've done, like, my first four and they're all kind of funny, uh, the next one I got is is a little bit more serious. It's, it's when Stark meets Stark. When Tony Stark meets <sighs> Howard Stark. Huge moment for me. This is I, what number is this for you? This is uh, this is number six for me. So my six is also a Tony Howard moment. Oh, it is perfect. So we can so, just kind of nerd out about the whole moment. Yeah, so for me what it is is I love – I love how caught off guard Tony is. You never see this Tony Stark. You never see right. like a bumbling, forgetting to do incredibly important. He's got a goddamn Infinity Stone. He leaves it in a briefcase. Yeah. And he walks away because he's so thrown off by his dad. But just their interaction in the elevator, it's, it's so pure and authentic. And you can just – you see like the puppy dog eyes and Downey like, this is my dad. Like, and not only is it my dad, dad but I'm like – I'm fucking Tony Stark. Yeah. And I get to, like, be with my dad when he's at his prime. I get to give my dad advice on how to raise me as yeah. a kid. Like, I got nothing cr- to lose in this moment, you know, as far as this relationship goes. It's, it's done and gone. So I get to just be present. I get to just be here and enjoy this for the few minutes I get it. And it's, it's, it's so great. So I gushed about the first half of it. So you, you talk about the second half of There's it. There's a couple lines, actually. Um, I mean, the whole tone of the scene when it first happened. I mean, there's actually a lot of this. Um, I'm going to – the positive and the negative here. The negative is – the flashback sequences are gimmicky, and they're good. They're really good, mm-hmm. but some of them are very gimmicky. The idea of going back to a time period that we already know from a previous movie and, like, going about it is, like, you know, there's parts of that that – there's parts of that that are good, and then there's parts of that that sort of, like, falls a little flat after you've seen sort of the same joke over and over again. Right. Um, and so by the time this one happens, because I think it's the last one, I was, like – Oh, okay. So now Iron Man's dad is here. Right. Like, that's what we're doing. But it was very quick in that scene that as they started talking, I was like, all right, but we're actually getting some context about this relationship that we've never gotten yeah. and we've never been able to get. Um, and the only one that I can think of is I think it's in Civil War when he has the flashback scene at the beginning and he's a kid. You have like uh, age reversed Downey and he's sitting there and his parents are leaving. Uh, yeah. And then he's like, this is a moment and it's his technology he's selling at MIT. Yeah. I think, think, that, I think, I think it's that's Civil War. War. Yeah. Um, and you realize that this is sort of the only version of this you'll ever get is seeing this version of Tony you know and love with this version of Howard you saw. Which is – he's always been just such an idol to Tony. Yeah. Know? And so I love that there's two lines. Uh, there's really more than two. One of them is he says, you know, my dad wasn't such a bad guy but he um, – every once in a while he, he dropped the odd pearl. Exactly. Yeah. Such as. And I think he says – um, no amount of money will ever buy you another second of time, which is such a cool – it's such a cool line because like there's so much of that that goes into Tony Stark. It's also like Tony said he'd buy to his dad not know you know, he died in a car crash. Yeah. Well, the Winter well, Soldier. Yeah. Car crash. And then later in the scene, uh, he says again like I don't even know this kid and I already feel like there's nothing I wouldn't do for him. Yeah. Both of those moments when he says them are just like gut punch of emotion <sighs> – it's so it's so well executed because, like you said, you get this one. It's it's starting to feel a little gimmicky with all the flashbacks, and they just inject so much heart in those two lines. It's incredible. Yeah, I never felt like the gimmick over overshadowed the the, the meat of the scenes. Yeah, but like I was aware of what I was watching. Cap versus Cap was the most gimmicky of all. I think. Yeah, and it was like ha- I'm really glad they cut it. Like after. 10 seconds because yeah. it would have been too much. Um, what's the name of the actor who plays his dad again? John Slattery. John Slattery. Just excellent. 
Crushed it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, my number five, since we both just are sixes, is uh, I am inevitable. Inevitable. And I am Iron Man. Yeah. Just, God, I love it. Amazing. It, you know that... You end the first movie with it. You end the last movie with it, right? It's him saying he's Iron Man, and it's the ultimate sacrifice moment. And and that line from Thanos throughout the whole thing has been awesome. I've loved it every single time he said it. Yeah, and and also, like, just... Yeah, I mean, that moment's so good because you see all the power coursing through Stark, and you're like, oh, yeah, you're dead. You're dead. You're 100% dead. Like, you just saw what happened to the Hulk. Yeah. You know? Like, you're going to... But you're going to do this for humanity. You know you have to. Could Thor have done it? Or was it because he's too drunk and, like, out of shape that it was like a... He might have been able to, but I think he would have... I think at the point that he was, his will was not strong enough. Or maybe he would have snapped and the wrong thing would have happened because he maybe. wasn't completely whatever yeah. it was. There's a lot of, like, cosmic good versus evil archetypal stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. And they've leaned into it more and more, I think, this and Infinity War about sort of the nature of good versus the nature of evil and how powerful the nature of good is and... Um, that's you see it in Captain America the most because it's like his sort of ability to even pick up the hammer is like based on that. Right. But it also sort of it sort of like informs you with Thor where it's like okay you're not pure of mind you're not pure of heart right now you're you're clouded by fear you're kind of with the dark side that like it that's that's what that's about. Yeah. And then when he finally I mean when he does talk to Frigga and he he gets the hammer he he in that moment he's like I I'm still worthy he doesn't even yeah think he right he hadn't thought he that he was so yeah. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, that's so. That's your five. My number five is going to be some people's number one, and uh, my top ones are all pretty close. Yeah, um, they're. <laughs> this is funny. Um, my number five is Avengers Assemble. Ugh. He almost says it at the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah, right. The very end of the movie, he gets the team together and he says, Avengers! Right. And he opens his mouth and then it goes to credits. Right. So that's like a little bit of the callback because you don't get it in Avengers Two. You get it here. And it's after such a just giant triumphant like sequence of all these characters coming out of these portals. And he's been getting his ass kicked for so long. You think he's gonna maybe die? Yeah, and the and the like shield is shattered, and like they, it's amazing how well they are able to balance um, the top three Avengers, like the, yeah. not the top three in terms of power, but the, the lead three actors. Yeah, um, and really the lead two, but I would even go as far as say they balance Thor so well as the third. Like he sometimes feels like the A Avenger. Well, yeah, I mean it, it used to feel like it was Downey's show that Evans was along for the ride and Hemsworth would maybe get a, a, a moment here and there. Whereas now it actually feels like a perfect trifecta, which is why I think in that moment where you see the three of them go at Thanos at the same time, you know maybe if. This movie came out six years or three years ago before Thor had these great moments with audiences. Maybe it would have just been Cap and Iron Man. You know, yeah, who knows? for sure. I think they've they've definitely done a really good job. Ragnarok and like there's a lot of goodwill towards that. But he um, de- definitely when he says Avengers Assemble, it's just such a it's kind of like you're at the, it's the crescendo of the symphony. It's like yeah. happening. You're like at the most intense, biggest moment. And you know, as soon as he says it, it's like things are going to get crazy and they're going to, they're going to spend all the money in the world giving us special effects for the next yes. 15 minutes because yes. this is, this is what it is. This is what this movie's about. It has to be. Cause you just, cause literally the shot before that is Cap standing there alone. And then you see this massive army from Thanos coming over the horizon. Yeah. And yeah, it just, it's so awesome. Uh, Oh, my number four is I Love You 3000. Such a good line. God damn it. Is it just so heartbreaking? Like, because what happened, so I saw the movie last Tuesday. It, it, you know, you and I went to a screener. It was amazing. Um, and then, like, over the weekend, all these memes would come out of, like, 
non-spoiler or here Avengers spoilers, non-spoilers, whatever. And it was like one of them was like cheeseburgers. The other one was a staircase. One was Andre 3000 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then yeah. the other one was – I can't remember what it was. But I like – I'd seen that and I was like – I was like, everyone keeps talking about this 3,000 thing. And I, for some reason, I couldn't remember it. It wasn't connecting it for you? Yeah. And then when I saw it yesterday, when Morgan says it in the beginning, I, would like, teared up. Yeah. Because it just reminded me of the end when he says, I love you 3,000 at the end of his video. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just so heartbreaking. And, like, of course, of course, Tony Stark somehow finds levity to it. And he gets to come downstairs and be like, you hear that? She loves me 3,000. Yeah. It's a lot. I, you were in the low six to nine hundred range. Like, yeah, I love that line. But then at the end, with his daughter, the daughter's that moment at the end is heartbreaking with the video. And they're all on the couch, and yeah, yeah, it's great. No, I totally agree. I didn't write that one down, but uh, but that one's amazing. Uh, my number four is at the end of just after Loki disappears into the portal, and you know, yeah, man gives this whole speech, and Tony's like, you know, thanks for the pep talk, piss ant, and he oh, looks yeah. at Cap, and he's like. You trust me? I do. I do. Shake hands and they go to battle. And yeah. it's like it's so good because of like Tony has that rant that he goes on early that's like pretty toxic and you know Super they're toxic. Their relationship from Civil War is like really fractured and they're working together on this and you're not totally sure like how much but like this takes you right back to like, all right, Avengers one, these guys they become brother and brothers in arms. Like man, they they trust each other, they learn each other there. And even in Infinity War, we always talk about that moment where he's like, Earth just lost its greatest defender. Yeah, it's like they have they have so much respect for each other in yeah. that regard. Yeah, I, I love that moment. And I also love that you said the line beforehand, which is, Yeah, thanks for the pep talk, piss ant. It's like men are talking. Yeah. The, the grown ups are talking, little ant man. Yeah. We've been doing this for a lot longer than you. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love that. It's a great moment. Um so my number three is actually Avengers Assemble Two, but it's <clears throat> it's because of just the perfect execution of you see this massive, like you said, this crescendo, and then you see Cap, and he's so ready, and then he yells, Avengers, hammer. I just threw the pen all the threw way across the, pen, the room. Threw the pen. Hammer. And then he goes, assemble. Like, yeah. it's so badass. Like, they could have they, they could have done it so poorly, right? He could have yelled it or, assemble! Yeah, like, it could have just been lame, but this was just like, yes, yeah, let's tense. go, man. And I yeah. love that the hammer comes. That's That's actually my favorite part of it. Yeah, the hammer is pretty pretty goddamn amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, my number three, which is next, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's after it's after the portal opens, the, and it's you hear Sam on, your, on left. your left, yeah. and Cap is like about to try to take on Thanos by himself, and the portal opens, and you see three figures come through it, and it's Okoye, T'Challa, and Shuri. And you're like, oh, sweet. Because like, yeah. it took you a second because you're like, oh, Falcon. He was one of the ones that it, that disappeared. Yeah, like on your left, like what do you – so he's back. And then you see the you see the three of them and like because like the uh, Cap and T'Challa have like – that's another like bromance respect thing. And they have the moment in Infinity where they run really fast together. Which that's sweet. Love that love that moment. moment. <laughs> uh, and like so they see each other and you sh- it shows uh, Chadwick Boseman and he just gives the nod. Like, like he's like you, he's like man. yeah yeah it's sex right now yeah. <laughs> you know we're gonna win we yeah, gonna yeah. Win. I love that look. it's a big it's a big moment now that I was I mean and then obviously as each of the characters come through it continues to be a fist bump but because he's the first one you see uh, that fist bump is freaking sweet yeah, I love that he's the first one uh, he wasn't the first one to snap though uh, all right so moving on. <laughs> number two my number two actually is uh, I mean this is this is tough right because. I should just say it. Yeah. Or do you want to do another one? Do you want to do your number two since my number one is different? 
I think so. Yeah, let's that do that. Seems Why like don't it you makes go more two, one, sense. And then and then I'll talk my two and I'll go into my one. So you go to your two. All one. my top ones are cap moments. <laughs> <laughs> he's by far your favorite Avenger. He used to be Iron Man, but I he's now I'm by not, far and away. I'm not apologizing. Uh, my number two, it's after it's after uh, Steve's gotten the crap kicked out of him, and the shield is like broken. Which which when it first starts happening, you're like, uh, but it can't break. But then you're like, but this is but Thanos, Thanos, and that that weapon's from space. Yeah, it's like know? he's destroying the vibranium, and like it's just like you're like, wow, this is insane. This is crazy. The shield is getting broken, and he uh, he gets the crap kicked out of him by Thanos. And he's just lying there, and it's like you're like, man, you must have like broken ribs, or you must there must be like internal bleeding. You've gotten the, literally destroyed. Yeah, and again, it's the the gritting teeth, the get up, he could barely get himself up. And he's trying to get up. He's like struggling to get up. And you, there's a part of you that's like, are you gonna say I could do this all day? Because that's the line right. that he uses as a joke earlier in the movie. But like that would be a little bit of a callback. And he couldn't do that all day. No, and he, he I think he, uh, I thought he was gonna maybe die. In a minute, he takes a second and he looks, and the army's coming through. And this is my moment. Is and this actually, I think it's from the trailer too. I think he does that. I can't remember. He does, but he looks down and like the shield's loose, and it's this broken ass shield. He grabs it, he grits his teeth, just like straps the shield back on, and you have that feeling of like, man, he's gonna do, he is gonna jam the shield into Thanos's neck if he has to. He's yeah. gonna do everything he can. He will not lose. And. uh it's a, that is a big, and it's right before Avengers Assemble. But that moment is so awesome. I just love that moment. Yeah, it's right before Avengers Assemble, and it's right after something else that happens. But I honestly, I wanted to see him stab someone with that shield because it was too. all jagged. Any uh, before you do your two and your one, any honorable mentions that you want to throw in? Um, I really, really love uh, activate kill mode or uh, activate instant kill. Yeah. It's like, Starts killing him instantly, or like all over the place, like one after the other after the other, and then he's like, "I got this, I got this." Uh, I don't know if I, I got, got this. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorites. Um, let's see, what else do I got? Captain, Thor- oh, go, go. Captain Marvel's headbutt. That's yeah. a that's a that's a fist bump. That that one was like my number eleven. Like I love. It's just a sweet moment because like we've seen a lot of her like blowing through stuff and like just flying really fast but just being so strong that she can withstand a headbutt from Thanos and not even move yeah. is pretty bad and you see it on his face too he's yeah. just like oh no yeah. no this is very this bad this is not good yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I really love the you took everything from me yeah I don't even know who you are and she's like you will I love that I love it but honestly my favorite part is the I don't even know who you are yeah it's such a great line it's so fucked you're the guy that ripped her boyfriend's brain out of his head oh, in front of her. Such a savage yeah, scene. So crazy. Um, do you have any other ones that you want to mention? Um, I think like other fist pump moments probably would be – I love the arm chop actually. I really like the arm chop. Yeah, arm chop's pretty cool. But then the head chop made me realize that something was wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas the arm chop, the arm coming off, I was like, oh my god, what is going to happen next? I think Black Widow and, uh, and uh, Hawkeye mm. on Vormir. Not because I think that that scene is that great. I think it's fine. Um, but I definitely think there's like a line in there. It's like you don't judge people. Yeah, so if they're, was, you, uh, you don't judge people off their worst mistakes. Yeah, and uh, Which I like that line a lot. Yeah, yeah, why? Yeah. Because well, he says I, he says that, and I think she's like, "You didn't." Yeah, right. And uh, that's I liked I liked that interaction. It's a weird scene because you're repeating something that happened and was done a little better in the first movie. Uh, yeah, I agree. But like, it's still a pretty affecting scene, and and like 
that was good. And then when he comes back too, and they're all grieving over it, like I thought Renner was really good. Yeah, Renner was excellent in this. I really loved him. Oh, another really sweet moment is after Hulk snaps, right? And then the, the doors open, and you see like the sunlight and the birds. And yeah. You're like, oh, wow, it worked. And then you see him look up, and there's just this spaceship. Yeah. And then all, and then just the gigantic. And it just explosion. goes crazy. Yeah, it just goes absolutely ape shit. I love that. Um, all right, man. What's your two and your one? Uh, my two is the arm strap. Okay, what's your one then? Because it's the same as your two. Because it's the same as my two. It just has to be because you haven't mentioned it yet. It's the fucking hammer. Ah! It's got. I mean, it's got to be. My number one is Captain America gets the hammer. I mean, you think you think Thor's about to get impaled by the shield, yeah, or by then, the hammer, by Stormbreaker. Yeah, and then you think maybe he's somehow calling yeah. the hammer. You don't know, and like you've been watching, and they've been getting their asses kicked, and uh, and you're like, as as the Stormbreaker's getting pushed into Thor, you're like, a little more push in there than there used to be. He's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna take you a little more to get through him now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then the thing gets up, and you just. When it happens in real time and you see it for the first time, like, and he catches the hammer, you're just like, it, you just can't, be- you can't believe it. Yes. Because it's, it's just, it's Captain America, but now he has a freaking Thor hammer. No one has ever been able to pick this thing up ever. Well, because Vision can pick it up, right? That's the thing. Oh, Ultron, yeah, right. Vision, I forgot he's to not, pick it up. he's not human. Yeah, and he's right? got the, maybe it's because of the Mind Stone, too. And I think they, and then Cap is the one who gets, he can, he moves it, right? In that same he, scene, like flinches it, or yeah. like when he's they're all trying to pick it up on the table or whatever. Yeah, right. right? And Cap's the one that gets the closest to moving it. Yeah, and I love when Hulk tries to pick it up and he it, like digs his feet into the yeah. ground because yeah, yeah, he's yeah, pulling yeah. so hard. Uh, oh God, and he's so he knows exactly every move he can use with him. He's Captain America, man. Yeah, he had the cheat code, man. He had the cheat code. He throws <laughs> it off the shield and it creates the the massive vibration. He can fly with it. He can call lightning with it, like. That is by far and away the craziest fist pump in any MCU. Who, movie. What's the moment when they like? Is Thor like hits the one hammer into the other hammer like a baseball, or is it? Like, yeah, he does that at one point or too, he, or the shield or something like that. I can't remember what it is, but well, he you talking about? Well, yeah, Thor hits the one hammer with the other one, but yeah. then also Cap does. He throws the shield behind Thanos and then throws the hammer at it to create the massive shockwave, yeah. which is so sweet. So sweet. God. So that's my number two. Yeah, um, which was was my number one. Yeah, I was you, shocked it wasn't. But you decided to be a hipster. I decided to be a hipster. Go for it. Uh, it's the moment right before Tony, because Tony Tony's always got the plan. He's always the man with the plan. He's already he's come up with plans A, B, C all the way through Z. And so it's when God Thanos gets the glove back on. And I remember in the theater being like, Oh my God, no. Can't happen again. Can't have this happen again. If he snaps, he's going to snap. What's going to stop him from snapping? Thank God Captain Marvel is there because yeah. she stops him from snapping. Yeah. But then Thank he, God. Yeah. <laughs> then he punches her with a power stone and then ragdolls her around. And then once again, so you get Tony there and he looks over at Strange who's doing his, you know, his wizard stuff controlling the water. He looks at him. Strange doesn't do anything. All he does is he just raises his index finger. The yeah. one. It's the one in 14 million six. 105 or whatever. 14 million, yeah, 602 or something, whatever it is. And God, and then Tony just does it. He knows. He knows in that exact moment that he's he's done. Iron Man is officially done. He, he does the switch, the switcheroo. He's got the glove that is already equipped to be a part of his Iron Man suit. But God, is that look, man. Because when I watched it the, sec- the first time, I didn't quite get the finger raise. Right. I didn't quite understand, you know. There's just, again, there's just so much going on. But yesterday when I saw it and the finger raise, I teared up. Yeah, it was just like it all came together. It all came to fruition that one moment. Tony's going to go down. Thanos is going to lose. Like it all was just so great. And then the fact that Strange has known about this for five years, 
and what that must be like eating at him, you know? Well, five years of non-existence, right? Well, but I think he's the only one that, that knows that that had actually go through the time. Like he, I think he actually lived the five years, whereas no one else. He did. has like consciousness because of his like wizardy stuff. Yeah, and he's like the you know he's the sorcerer supreme, and the yeah. time, he was the timekeeper. Um, yeah, man, I, that finger raise just did it. Just got me, got me in all the feels. Yeah, yeah, huge. That's it, guys. That's our top ten moments from Avengers Endgame. Leave yours below in the comments. We'd love to know what you guys all think. Um, that's going to wrap the episode up. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll be back same time, same place next week with uh, our definitive rankings of all movies in the MCU. It'll be a great episode. And then following up that week with a very special guest in here, which we'll announce next week. Or sort of. We should, we'll announce it on different platforms. But be sure to check out patreon.com slash team action if you guys want this full episode early, uh, exclusive content, etc, etc. Yeah, make sure to check out at team action show on Twitter or either of our Twitters at Andrew Guy, at Ben Bateman, ben Bateman Media and we'll tell you guys, like he said, about what that special episode is going to be. It is Schmodown related, it is Houston related and you will not want to miss it. Like, subscribe, comment. Seriously, yeah. that's the best thing you guys can do to keep us in business here. So uh, subscribe to the, the Collider One podcast. Sorry, the Collider podcast feed for Movie Talk, yep. Podcast One, Apple, all the different places. And uh, be sure to uh, you know su- support Collider. They oh. give us the show. Yeah, we love them for it. So take care, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 Shop Black Friday with deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $849. Toastmaster small appliances are just $214 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday with deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Office valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.